All right, let's do it. I'm freaking amped for today for many, many reasons. One, my son Noah sitting beside me, and Owen. Yeah. This guys, I, I don't know how to tell you this. This is oh, this is baby Owen. This is Owen from the vlogs, from sucking helium to what? What? I mean, we did some crazy stuff back yeah, then. We did a lot. These were just. How am I the the littlest one at the table now? <laughs> what the heck happened? He was there for a lot of the big pranks. Yeah, like the, like ball, the ball pit, pit the fake That's snow. That's right, little Owen, dude. And we got Alex Eubank in the That's house, good. too. What's up, man? Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. Um, funny story. It was you that you told me to check him out, right? Yeah. I think I was asking you, like, who would you want to have on the show? Yeah. And then, so I went to your Instagram. I was like, yeah. oh, my God, this guy's killing it. Like, killing Thank it. Thank you. Um, which is weird to see with a shirt on. Yeah, I was you talking know? to Joey. I was like, yo, should I put the tank top one when <laughs> I do this? Because, like, people are going to be like, yo, who's this, like, fitness guy? Why is he wearing a hoodie? <laughs> it's but, not actually him. Yeah. It's just so cold. I was like, yo, I don't know if I should wear the hoodie or not. I was like, am I supposed to come like a like a bodybuilder stringer? <laughs> and they like, what else was to wear? Is that, is that, yeah, that's got to be a real thing, right? Like, you yeah. have to always be in, in. Yeah, it sucks. Because your your photos are sharp, dude. Yeah. Like whoever's doing your photos. Is it Joey doing the photo? Yeah. Dude. He be cooking. He be I, cooking. I, I've complimented your photos many times. Like, yeah. they're legit, but that holds you to such a standard, right? Oh, tell me about it. Because I've, yeah. I've barely done fitness, and I know enough to know <laughs> that it only takes a few days off to where your mm-hmm. body's like, eh. Yeah. Like, I had a cheat meal yesterday, <laughs> and I'm killing myself over it. <laughs> like, I'm like so down bad over it because like you have to once you kind of show you, you, like I built a lot of my platform off like this aesthetic physique so like if I don't have that or if I gain too much body fat trying to like eat out too much and I start to lose that I can tell the engagement goes down a little bit mm. so to me like this is like a business so I have to kind of prioritize it while I can while I'm popping so I feel inclined to stay at a certain percent, percentage body fat which means I have to sacrifice like a lot of things like I have to do a lot more cardio than like your normal person. I can't eat as much as I want to like for a long period of time. And it impacts even like my health. Like I had to get my uh, my testosterone levels checked. Last year at the leanest I was, I was like single digit body fat for like six months straight. And I like had testosterone levels lower than my dad. It was like 200. And I don't know if you know oh, how it Oh my works. God. Yeah, I do know yeah. how it works. Yeah, I was That's at, like low. 215. You were, yeah. Wow. And then I bought That's Bud Light numbers, up. dude. It's pretty bad. My Whoa. dad's like 460 and he's uh, 58, I think. That sounds scary. Like, that sounds like you're almost like in a corner, dude. Yeah, like, and then on top of it being that low, it's like I have to continue to train almost every single day, filming, you know, all the videos and all the content 24-7, focusing on the businesses. So it's like to try to operate on that low mm-hmm. is like, especially being young, it's like it's so hard. But I don't care because I'm, I'm like all about the grind. So, you know what I mean? That's the beauty of being young. Also, also I'm over here, guys. <laughs> Brittany is don't here. about me in the corner. For everybody that's already Turn the show off because Britt wasn't on. <laughs> okay, question. What was your cheat meal yesterday? Mm. Uh, so so me and the twins, my, my like best friends, we went to uh, EC Diner. It's like this diner near me. I went there, oh, I went there since they like first opened up. We had church, and then usually after church, we go to like have like a nice diner spot. And the boys were on prep, and they, like we told the owner, because they always try to give us free stuff, because like we've been going there forever, and they know who we are. And they always try to bring us, like last time they brought six milkshakes for free like big they're like custom like they have like full-size cakes in them oh my god so we they just brought two this time because he told him like to chill with it and then we're like on the way out leaving and they have like this whole bar of desserts like cheesecakes like fudge like all this stuff and like the dude was like yo you guys want to get desserts on on me because we had like six people was like wanted to give one per person and me and chris like one of my boys were like nah we're good and like he asked like three more times we ended up folding and we grabbed like 
five different cheesecakes and we ended oh. up just killing them. Me and Chris were like, yo, we're in too deep now. We might as well kill, kill the rest of them. And yeah, we're that's just, not even a cheat meal. Yeah. yeah. You're just, diabetic now. Yeah, pretty probably. <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. And I, I killed him, bro. Me and Chris and then Chris had like an hour and a half of cardio last night trying to make up for it. And I bet he starved himself today. I already know it. Yeah, that's that how happens. it goes. That's got to be brutal on prep. Yeah. He, he's not allowed to do that. Actually, yeah. he, like, he's going to get in trouble now. Like, Greg Doucette's going to, like, be like, oh, snap. He's going to make a video on him now. Yeah. Dang. And these guys, Noah's still killing at the gym. Still can't beat me in arm wrestling, though. Nope, not even Can't close. do it. For real. Oh, and what's going on with you, dude? Let's catch up I don't real know. quick. Um, I lost a lot of weight during COVID, so I'm not... There was a comment called me the fat kid in the green shirt, said I ruined the video. I wanted to call that out. Wait, what video? It was an old one. Like, like one of our videos? Yeah, like nine it, years ago, we were going through the comments. This was a long time ago when I was going through it. And the comment just said, the fat kid in the green shirt ruined the video. And so now I feel like that put me on this mission. So you're actually now thanking the comment. Yeah. We need to find this comment. We were looking, How we were looking for you. How Before we started dare. recording. How much did you weigh? I was 237 in um, 2020. And I just did cardio for like nine months. And I lost like 100 pounds. I was wow. super skinny. I remember Rest seeing you at some point after you'd lost weight yeah and it blew my mind a little bit it was yeah i thought thought maybe you were like sick or something you were so thin yeah a lot of people were scared to ask me because i did it really fast because i didn't really care about putting on muscle i was just like running every day and so i came back and it was because it was during covid like no one saw me like i just would like i just like was fat and then i wasn't you said the nastiest covid transformation no literally (laughs) it was most people went the other way that's why that's why i started because i heard a lot of people were gaining weight from like being inactive just staying at home so i was like worried dang so negative comments change your life for the better dude i mean sometimes you don't realize how hard it is to lose that much weight that's a lot of weight to lose but people be nice to me on my like comments on tiktok (laughs) i'm not i'm sensitive Okay, how, me now. I got a question for you. Yeah. In the last three years, how many cars have you crashed? Dude, I've been in three <laughs> car accidents that weren't my fault, and Noah was in one of them, and he's seen it happen. I'm so unlucky. It's, it's crazy. It's not him. This kid it's... has destroyed more Toyota Corollas. Yeah. What's... They have it out for me, and it's all trucks. It's all trucks. <laughs> it's, their, it's their fault, though, 100%. No, yeah. 100%. Like, you're for real. All okay. of them. No, yeah. I guess. I can, I can you just got bad agree. luck. Dude, yeah. I was driving Terrible down luck. the road one day, yeah. and I see a smashed up black Toyota Corolla. And the first thing I thought of, God, I hope that's not Owen. Sure enough, I get up out of traffic, and it's Owen and a smashed Toyota was Corolla. Was that the one on the intersection yeah. near my house? Yeah. That was the worst one. Dude, that was scary. That was brutal. I was surprised I was fine. Like, I text I was, your mom immediately, like... Dude, thank God you guys were okay. And then you were in one of them. What happened? It was the the not the worst one. No, that was we were on the best one. Yeah, we were getting we were actually coming back from the gym to go to work, and this guy it was a um, recycling truck, like for the city, just like went into us like thirty miles an hour. We were just stopped at a stoplight. You should never get a bike. Make no, sure I wanted a bike, a bike yeah, so bad, but like, my, I'm like, I'm going to die. Your luck. If yeah, I get a bike, fair. it's over. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't feel the same when you get hit from yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. When it's like once or twice, you're like, okay. But when it's the third time, you're like, it's just someone's out to get me. Yeah. You just got, <laughs> they got something. a hit on me. You got a spell on you, buddy. Well, Brit, um, Brit's has her share of wrecked cars. <laughs> she totaled her Jag. Oh, um, I did not. SVR. Mm. It's nice. Uh, Was totaled. Yeah. A it actually wasn't out her in fault. front of me and I hit him. I tried to miss him, but I was just the going jack. the speed limit, so I couldn't stop wow. in time. Yeah. 
poor thing. Now she's got to drive a freaking G wagon. Yeah, oh, life sucks. It's man. tough. I did really have to is. drive a Chevy Equinox for like three months though. That the, hey, listen. That was nice. First of all, the Equinox is fire. It was. But if you get out of an SVR into anything it's like that, good. it makes it painful. That's yeah. right. Zero yeah. power. You might as well be walking. Six hundred horsepower to five horsepower. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so what's uh? How did all this start for you, man? Like you've obviously uh, you're, you're you're doing good. You're killing it. I see the numbers. I'm so blessed. It's not even funny. Like it's, it's awesome. crazy. Um, so I started in COVID or so 2019, like in December for uh, Christmas. My dad. We always had like a home gym, but we didn't have like a lot of stuff in it. So that's like a lot of like, where I like to train. So for Christmas in 2019, my dad bought a bunch more stuff for our home gym. So I started training there, and then my current manager now. So I used to wash cars with Joey for my manager. We were like we used to detail at like a Honda dealership. So he was like, yo, why don't you take Joey and you guys start like filming like workouts and stuff. And then COVID started like around coming around and we were like, all right, we have a lot of free time. So we just started going to different gyms um, and vlogging. That's when TikTok started becoming more relevant. So I started posting like my physique on TikTok. It was the first time I ever like cut down. So I always was like big and bulky. Like I used to be like, like 190. I was known for me like the big guy in high school. And then I had my first like legitimate um, cut where I got down to like 170. So I dropped 20 pounds and then I, I looked like super aesthetic and shredded and then just started making content from it. And I guess it started getting traction mainly on TikTok. It was hard to grow like the Instagram and YouTube was like the hustle. It was like trying to do two videos a week. Nobody was watching it because TikTok's such an easy algorithm. And then it just started kind of scaling up from there. And then I got like my first sponsors at the end of 2020. I got baptized beginning of 2020. And then like I started dedicating my life to God. And then that's like my whole life started to change. Oh, beautiful. Like, crazy. And Whoa. then yeah, and then this 2021 was even a bigger year for me. Started scaling it up, learning a little bit how the social media game worked. Luckily, my manager, he's like amazing at what he does. So he, you know, f found out a way for me to start making money from it. So I like quit the school thing I was doing. And then 2022 was the biggest year where I just started popping like crazy. Like that's when everything, like everything was just going up. Heck and yeah. Yeah, it's just from then on out. I don't even know. I don't even know how it happened. It just kind of happened. But Well, you just explained how it happened. Yeah, I guess. That's beautiful, I just, man. I don't know. It it's funny so how quick. the Lord works. Yeah. I point all my success to God all the time. Like, I'm so open about it, and I love yeah. talking about it, because, like, amazing. I know for a fact I would not be here at all without that. And I'm like, every single time I hit a milestone, I always like to make a post about it, and I always, like, point it back to God. People, people would try to say, like, oh, like, you did it yourself. And I'm like... I hate when people tell me that. I, like, hate when they say, like, yo, like, oh, you put on all the hard work. And I'm, like, don't take, like, glory away from God because, like, I, I hate when people do that. It's, like, it's – I might have been, like – he gave me the means to be able to do it maybe. Heck you know yeah. what I mean? But – Dude, even at the like the littlest like streamy awards, no matter what I was a part of, I always thank God when I went up there. I feel like I was the only one back back in the day on YouTube doing that. But it keeps you humble and it's it's like the humility aspect that makes you like a good person. It's it's bad. I see too many people happen, like they start to get a little bit of clout mm -hmm. and they like just treat everybody different or they think themselves to be higher than other people and then it just destroys you. So Well, it's easy to fall in love with the world. You know, yeah. the world's attractive, it's it's fun, it's you know. It is chaos, and, and we, we believe we have infinite time. So when you're young, you just, I got all the time in the world. I can do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's it really catches cool. up to you, for sure. That's awesome. What's up? What's up? <laughs> What's up? Alex is sitting right here. You guys going to ask him anything? 
I'm just here to talk. Chill. Yeah, I've been a starstruck. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. crazy. When you pulled up, like, I was amazing because I always see you on my phone. So when I saw your face in person, it wasn't real. <laughs> Yo, somebody at church yesterday <laughs> said that. There was, like, a group of five kids. Like, they were starstruck when they saw me. I don't know why. Like, I haven't seen them at my church before. They were like, are you Alex Eubank? I had my hood on because I'm always low-key usually when I'm out. And they were like, are you Alex Eubank? I'm like, yeah. And he's like, do you just wake up in the morning and, like, just be like, I'm Alex Eubank? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what does that even mean? They're like, I can't believe I'm Alex. Like, they kept saying my full name. I'm like, why are you saying my full name like that? You can just call me Alex. I don't know. It was weird. It felt really weird. But, but yeah. Did you guys, is that, did I influence at all the hair at all or? A little like, bit of mine. A little yeah. bit, for sure. I was definitely growing it out, but, like, yeah. I thought about cutting it, and then once I saw you, I was like, I got to keep it. <laughs> yeah, I see so many kids now with it. Like, not that I started that. It's just kind of cool to see, like, the people. Probably the fitness kids, though. Probably. Of, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I know a lot of people. <clears throat> I feel like long hair in general is kind of coming back. Like, yeah. 100%. It's just, I mean, I don't know. The flow is just, it's different. The it's flow. Just, I don't know. I think women like it, I think, and it's just like, well, it's a I'm screwed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what do you think, babe? Is the long hair hot? You care what other women think? Oh, I care what oh. you think. I just asked you. <laughs> no, I'm glad you got a haircut today. <laughs> Dang. It's funny because she just dyed her hair dark strictly I because I love it dark. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. What is a natural, natural color? It's like brown, light brown. <clears throat> it's mine's, light. mine's naturally that. Yeah. Sorry. So, so you guys are Christians? All right, guys, real quick, showing some love to our sponsors of this podcast, SeatGeek. With over 28 million downloads, the SeatGeek app is the number one ticketing app in the world. There are more than 70,000 events on this app every single day. That includes concerts, sporting events, festivals, and more. As you guys know, Brittany and I have used SeatGeek for so many fun events, from hockey games, concerts, festivals. We have been to UFC events. It is the simplest, the best ticketing app, period. They even have a lot of events that are on sale currently. Baseball season has started back up. The NBA and the NHL playoffs are here. You also got concerts like Beyonce, Taylor Swift, Drake. These are all on sale on the app. They put all the tickets from across the web into one place to make sure you're getting the best deal. And when you're using the app, guys, there's green dots, there's red dots. Green means you're getting a good deal, and red means it's a bad deal. SeatGeek is the only ticketing app that allows you to return a ticket ahead of an event with swaps. This year, guys, I want to go see some football. We're going to go see some football this year. I didn't last year. I missed it. We're going to see some hockey. We use the SeatGeek app every single time. The bottom line here, guys, is that you're going to go to these events anyway. You're going to see the concerts. You're going to go to the festivals. Why not get the best deal possible? And you guys know SeatGeek is pulling through for you guys. Use code ATWOOD, A-T-W-O-O-D, to get $20 off your first purchase. That's $20 off your first purchase with code ATWOOD, A-T-W-O-O-D. Everything's in the description. Check it out. Click the link. We love you guys. Back to the show. Yeah, very much so. That's yeah, awesome. we actually, we act, actually, I think we, we went the entire career without ever talking about that technically but, lds yeah i think we kind of started on, on the podcast like that's when we kind of opened up about our love for christ um i think that was shocking to a lot of people but i think it was obvious too because we've always had the family values and the, yeah you know it was just kind of obvious it coincides most that. of our viewers was like of course they are they gotta like, be Christian. Yeah, of course they yeah. are um that's dope though yeah so the podcast has been like our first place and it comes up a lot actually it actually that's comes good. up a lot like when you just said that i was just like that's amazing because it's coming up naturally yeah i knew i was going to want to talk about it because that's my like literally like 
I will go on forever talking to like every time I meet somebody of status, like when I first met Bradley, when I first met like people who I knew I'd like clout and stuff, I immediately try to find out what their views are. Mm. And for Brad, like he wasn't, he was kind of like on that atheist spectrum. Mm. And I used to be like that. And I did like a bunch of stuff to kind of figure, figure that out for me. So like I tried, I always try to witness to them and to like ask them to see what's kind of holding them back and yeah. then to kind of dissect that with them. Not like judging them for not believing in it, but it's just kind of like seeing maybe you had the same doubts I had that I was able to overcome. So, yeah, I think for me it's always been uh the same with politics, the same like it's it falls into that category of like it's so personal to me mm-hmm. that even as I speak of it now I never speak of it in a in a way that I should that I want to force anybody yeah. to to believe. Yeah, it's just my personal experiences, and yeah, you know, I think people are scared to even give that a try if they don't believe. Like, 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 if you need help, and 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 like the things you're saying, like, drop to your knees and ask for help, and just see yeah. how fast your life changes. Yeah, I agree. right. I agree. And I think people are terrified of that idea. They don't like submitting to, to a higher power because then by doing that, you're you're submitting to admitting that you were almost wrong and like you have to kind of go to that moral standard, which a lot of people don't want to accept quite yet or they maybe they have like issues in their past. That's like what I see a lot. For me, it was a logical issue. So like I didn't want to be following a faith that was, that was false. So I had to go on like a journey to like historically figure out like, was this guy Jesus real? Yeah. And I did. And then I saw like, there's like actually like it's kind of crazy when you look into it like the evidence for it and then that's like really what clicked for me and then I kind of took that extra leap of faith to like be like I'm gonna go all in and then mm. yeah and I'd love being open about it on my platform like I know it's like with social media it's hard because you don't want to like diversify your platform like I still do have like a lot of Muslim followers and atheist followers because the way I like show it is I just show I just show how it like how it changed my life and if they have a question about it or like a concern I just try to address that like with them but to me it's like Tim Tebow had a really good speech at um there's an event called passion that Christians do like every year and it was on significance versus success. So like you can be very successful in life. Like there was a, it was like a Pulitzer prize. One of the people do photography or whatever. He took a picture of a, of an African child who was like severely um, malnourished and there was a crow that was behind it, like basically waiting for it to die so that it could kill it. And he took a picture of it and he won a prize for it, won all these awards for it. And he ended up taking his own life because he was saying that in that moment he could have helped that kid, but he chose to just take a picture of it and use it for himself. So it's saying that no matter how much success you have, if your life doesn't have any significance to it, you'll never be fulfilling, like never be fulfilled. So to me, I wish I like make sure, I, although I'm very successful to have significance in it by being open about my faith. And I feel like the more people I help bring to God is the more significant my life will be. So I'm always like really open about it to try Heck to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? That's amazing, man. It's, yeah. I feel like it's, it's becoming more rare to find young people that are proud yeah. to, to talk about that. It's just because we live in a generation that's so worldly. And so, yeah. like, you know, like, things are so openly accepted. Like, uh, like sinful things are just so openly accepted. Like, hookup culture. It's so cool. Only fans. They've like, made it all cool. Yeah. It's like, you're not cool if you're if not you sinning. Yeah. Yeah. I get bashed all the time, yeah. like, for my values and stuff. But I don't care, though. I don't care if somebody yeah. shits Well, you're on, you're, it sounds like you're on the right path either way. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's tough to not be... Uh, pointed and laughed at for believing me nowadays i kind of like know? it i don't know why i like like with people because it shows me that i'm doing something right you know mm-hmm. what i mean because if the world's laughing at me then i know god's smiling at me that's the way i see it so yeah i definitely want him on my side yeah for sure i'm gonna lose that how's so, y'all's journey with with i mean how are you guys like do you follow at all um i definitely was raised in a christian household like for sure my parents made sure to instill those values into me 
and I do carry it. Yeah. Yeah. I've been following them, so for sure. Yeah, we've had a good time with it. And uh, I think, like you said, from like day one, I, 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 I think I've said this on somebody else's podcast, but I remember back during my YouTube grind, this is like early, like 2011, 12, when we finally would have like a video that's getting views and, and then we'd drop yeah. another and they would get views. And, and I remember like my mom calling me or me calling my mom and, I, and, and she'd be like, you're, you're like going viral on YouTube. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not doing anything. Like this is being given to me. Like mm-hmm. I'm not doing this. I don't know what's going on, but it's not me. I love that. And I remember feeling that with all my heart. Mm-hmm. It's like, this is being given to me. I'm not doing it. Yeah. And it's easy to say, well, you are doing it, but yeah, you're being led in the right direction. I think, yeah. I always think like, cause when I, like when I go to pray for things, it's like, I try to ask God to like almost influence my mind and like ask for the things like, and then I always end up like, if it is in your will, yeah. then like it'll be done. If it's not, then I just have to accept that. You know what yeah. I mean? I heard I saw an amazing Instagram video this week as a guy's it made me think of like this this concept that most people would be terrified to do. Even a Christian would be terrified to do this. But each morning you wake up and the first thing you do is you you pray to God and you ask the Lord, What would you like me to do today? Yeah. Who would you like me to serve today? Mm-hmm. Down to the point of my whole day is dedicated to you, Lord. What would you like me to do? That's terrifying because you will get put to work fast. Oh yeah. And I think most people would be scared to even have that prayer. Yeah. You know? It's a tough one. Yeah. I love that, though. I just love, like, again, I'm not, like, perfect. So, like, sometimes when I, like, with the social media platform, it's like a double-edged sword. Because, yeah. like, I, I speak so much about my faith. And then if they see me, like, when I play video games and I say a curse word, yeah. right? Or if I go to uh, smoke a cigar with my boys or whatever. If I go to have, you know, an old-fashioned. Like, I don't drink, but I love, like, old fashions when I go to, like, a restaurant just to try it. Mm-hmm. And I'll have half of it. And I'm like, all right, I'm done now. And I'll still get, like, flamed on the internet. They'll be like, you're a fake Christian. You're, you're yeah. having a cigar. You're, you're drinking whiskey. You're, you're cursing when you're playing the game. And I'm like, bro, like, I'm not perfect. Like, I'm a, I'm a sinner just like any other person. But I'm aware that I do need to get better. I'm not, like, blind to it. Yeah. but those they try to like pick you apart especially Christians themselves will be the ones usually doing it absolutely that's the issue and they, yeah. they give us a bad rap well because they just so you know and everybody listening knows no matter how perfect you think you are we all fall short yeah we all fall short it's written none of us are worthy it's it's that's where grace and mercy come in yeah that's where it all comes in man so yeah dude it, we're all we're all imperfect we're all Sinners, we're all what? fallen in need yeah. of, a, of a imperfect people in need of a perfect savior. So this is the way I always yeah, say it. I like that, dude. What else is going on in your life, man? Let's let's, um, let's jump into the. Uh, you you you're killing it with merch. Your merch yeah. looks great. Looks it's well been, done. It's been doing good. Uh, I'm happy to see that. I see so many influencers still not just. Like yeah. I've preached this for a while, how important merch is. Mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm chatting with Noah about it. I'm trying to help him get it. And like merch is, yeah. if you're not doing merch, dude, you're leaving so Everybody much Everybody wears clothes. Yeah. I mean, you're always going to need to wear clothes. Well, you like, wear clothes half the time. Yeah. Yeah, so. true. Honestly, I should probably start making his underwear or something in shorts. Um, but yeah, like it's, it's such a, I think it's just cause it takes a lot of work. So yeah. <clears throat> unless you delegate it to like a company to do it for you, yeah. I like to be hands-on. I think it's better for, you know, being involved in it cause you can kind of showcase a story in like the vlogs Sure. and then you get better, you know, uh, margins on your own stuff when you do it yourself. Um, but that's been literally my dad might be able to quit his job 
soon. Oh, sweet. Because I give him a percentage of the profit. So That's amazing. Yeah, so yeah. he's going to hopefully be able to quit um, in, a, in a few months, I'm hoping. And full he's the one who bought us the warehouse and all for us. Oh, to kind that's of, awesome, dude. It started in our basement, <clears> and, like, we had a printing, a print, like, a heat press. Yep. And, like, we were, oh, my Lord, my dad would be down there just, like, <laughs> printing, like, the first 250 hoodies we ever did. And then I remember, I remember like, we sold them out, like, within minutes. And I was like, yo, you might be honest on me. I was like, <laughs> I was like maybe we could start running that's this That's amazing. Up. And then... Yeah, I just started full sending it, trying to make it into its own like actual brand instead of like merch now. So like I'm trying to like scale it to be like people who don't know Alex Eubank. I want to be able to be like if they see that like an ad on yep. Instagram, they'll Smart. be like, I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, I mean? that's what we did with. I mean, we we hand did our own merch for ten years, um, and I, and it was awesome. It was awesome. But it's we fun. Yeah, it's like you start in the the kitchen, the living room of your house. Then we got a basement. And then we built a building, and it mm-hmm. was. Dude, that journey was awesome. I remember half the living room being full of just boxes and just yeah. merch. I'd come over and like the basement was filled with boxes. You couldn't walk around. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. It, like merch is so fun. And it it's is. fun. To see it it's come totally to fun. life or if you see somebody else wearing it especially, you're like, well, somebody's wearing my thing. Like they're, yep. that's so dope. I yeah, love that. that's amazing. When I see someone wearing my thing, I'm like, whoa. Uh, there's like, crazy. barely any better feeling than, than you being able to give back to your dad like that. Like yeah. that is gonna. Feel I bought awesome. him a Rolex for Christmas last nice. year. I bought him a Sky Dweller two tone. I bought him one, <clears throat> and then we all bought my manager one the other day. And then I finally got my my own as well. But Heck I thought yeah. it'd be cool to pay him back before I got mine. You know what I mean? I still don't have a Rolex. Really? I um I remember being a kid in Las Vegas with my dad. I would go to trade shows with my dad. He runs Rope Factory, so we'd go out and I'd do these trade shows. And I remember walking through one of the malls at Vegas, and there's a Rolex shop. Mm-hmm. And I remember seeing the price of a Rolex. Yeah, you're like, I couldn't understand that. Like little country kid from Ohio. And I remember saying, even if I became rich, I would never never buy a Rolex. I said the same thing. I ain't gonna lie. I bought Brittany a Rolex for Christmas a few years ago, but I still don't have a Rolex. I have a Folex. I like only wear it to church. I got a super fake Rolex in China and it is sharp. I was thinking about doing the yeah. fake one, I'm not gonna lie, before. Literally, I was going to New York to meet with my financial advisor guy, and I was literally thinking about doing it, like getting in a fake one instead. And I always said the same thing. But my financial advisor, like my guy I have, he was like in the watch industry, so he met me, he gave me like his people that he used to give me a good deal. He was just saying, it's just you're converting money into an asset, and it's an asset that you can wear that can be a conversation starter, whatever, yeah. whenever you're with, you know, people who you could get connected with. So. Do you write your Rolex off? As, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, that as well. Yeah. That's also, you know. It makes, I mean, it's part of your wardrobe. It's yeah. It's part of your look. Yeah. For yeah. the photo shoots for <laughs> yeah. the merch. The one photo shoot. <laughs> we yeah. Do. Dude. Yeah, you get the tax write-offs. I just started learning all that, and I like to be going crazy with it now. You like, have to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. So I look, I look at this dope setup, and I'm like, oh, it's like, but then it's, it's you know, it's for the business, you know? Yeah. yeah well, uh, you're already in that place, but you, you, it's the weirdest thing. You have to buy crap. Yeah. I remember buying the dumbest crap it. on the planet, but my yeah. accountant's like, you got to. If you don't, you're going to pay tax. So yeah, I'm like, all right, let's just go spend a ton of money yeah. on stuff that we'll use one time in a vlog. Yeah. Last year, I just like at the end of the year, like literally within the last three days, I bought so much workout equipment for this, like this, the warehouse gym that we have. Because my tax guy was like, yo, you have to figure out a way to spend this much money. I was like, there's no way, even if I wanted to, there's no way I could do that. I'm sorry. I tried to as much, much as I could. <laughs> It sucks though. I can't like I. That's the first time I had to really pay taxes this year, and I'm like, obviously I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. But it's like, damn. 
Like, I got to pay y'all this much, and I still got to pay $10 to go through a toll to go to my gym. Like, what are y'all, what are y'all using with it? I was like, what is the state? Like, I got to pay to go through the tunnel still? Dude, did like, you ever dang. think you'd have that problem? No, <laughs> not at all, bro. I had, I had $2,000 in my bank account when I was, um, when I was 20. Yeah, I'm 22 now. I had $2,000 in my bank account. I feel like account. that's pretty good. 2000 Yeah. Dude, I was almost 30 when my YouTube started. 30, How, how old are you now? 39. Oh, 39. Barely. When this podcast goes up, I will be 40. Actually, oh, really? Yeah, this might go up the day before my birthday or some. What's your birthday? May 28th. Mine's your 23rd. On a Sunday. Hey. That's lit. His is the 24th, Joey's. Dang. And then Bradley Martin's is the 22nd. So there we go. We used to be out in LA for that, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm getting old, dude. Looking at you young cats. 39 I, ain't bad. I wouldn't want to go back, though. 39's young. Wait, how old? You're 18? Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, what? My dad's 48. And I'm 22. How so old were you? When you? I think I'd know at 23. I think I was 23. So you were younger. Okay. Yeah, I was younger, which I always wanted to be a young dad. Always. Yeah, yeah. not me. Now I have a two-year-old, so I'm going to be an <laughs> antique by the time he's Noah's wow. age. Yeah. He'll be dusting me off to... So how many are there of you all? Four. Wow. Yeah. A whole litter. I think I want to max out at one. That's my yeah. That's like that's the cap for the Eubank family. I think. <laughs> Just yeah. I, I mean, was the only child, so I turned out all right. I feel like one is uh. Well, I've, I've never had one, but two. I feel like it's a little easier because you have like they have buddy. Yeah. They have a friend. They have they somebody to hang out with. Yeah, I had a lot of mental problems in high school. It's probably because I was the only child. You were an only child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I had no one to talk to, so it was like all balled up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Noah's been semi only child because his siblings are much younger than him closest is 11 oh so he's been the older yeah it's hard yeah. to relate yeah a single child for a while yeah now that i think about it yeah so low yeah but i was there we, true owen really was there it yeah. was his brother yeah so um you me? so <laughs> this is kind of the funny part owen's parents god bless them had to live beside me all right now there's only two houses there is two houses in this country area, their house and me. And I'm like young, stupid, wild parties yeah. constantly. Yeah, very different person than I'm sitting across from right now. Stereo, like when you talk about like somebody that's changed in life, that's me. You used to be wild. Dude, his dad would come over early in the morning. Why are you keeping my kids up all night? There'd be like, and he loves his yard. And my buddies would go around my trees and leave ruts in his yard. And I, but the only thing that kept us friends was, was these two. Yeah. Because oh, wow. they had to be together. And they were like almost the same age. Like, yeah. I'm only a few months older. Yeah. And literally since they could walk, mm. we've lived there. We lived there. So I'm, I'm pretty sure his parents told me a story <laughs> of one time they, they looked out their window or something and saw you. And like a bunch of friends inside of a trash can rolling down, down the, hill. the hill. Yeah. And I got you were just, you were just built for content. You're just one of those personalities who's <laughs> so, built for it. So that was probably like 2002, 2003, maybe. Uh, I was making these like comedy, like before YouTube, I was making these like sketches and yeah. pranks and way before YouTube. And then I would make them as DVDs and then I would go on like Warp Tour, which is like this big band tour. And I would like hand sell my movies. Like oh, I was wow. making movies like right out of high school wow before the internet like, like johnny knoxville type yeah it was definitely inspired like the cky's the bams the jackass all that mm -hmm. it was like dude i have buddies like i can make this kind of same thing yeah. yeah and then i would hand sell them dude and like 
going all over the whole country. Selling people mixtapes. I left Noah. I left Noah and he was like, uh, I don't know. I think 2006, I think you were two. Mm -hmm. I left Noah for 60 some days and I did all, I did 40 states in the U S hand selling. Dude, I was a hustler. I was grinding content before YouTube. Um, so yeah, these guys have like really witnessed my come up and and the the stupidity that it took to like find my place. So did you, did you work like other jobs back then? Yeah. I worked in my family's rope factory like nine years. You said rope? Rope. How's that work? A lot of loud machines. So you're making like, like rope, rope, like, yeah, like, um, military rope, climbing a rope. Okay. Um, Got you. Makes sense. Paracord. Okay. I was like curious, like what kind of, yeah. I couldn't really think of it. Just manufacture rope and they still do it. Yeah. Um, my dad loves it. It's very successful now. Paracord's dope. Paracord, he's, yeah. they make the most colors in the whole world of paracord. So that's really cool. Well, that's dope. Yeah. It's pretty fun. Um, Noah's worked there a little bit. Like yeah. We've, we've worked all, about we've all a year or two. Did you ever work there? Yeah, I worked there. You did work there. Yeah, I feel Not like long. It, it gets everybody at some point. Yeah. So what are y'all trying to do now? What's your goal for life? Y'all are getting older now, 18, so school. I think or? we both kind of have a similar plan to strictly just fitness yeah right now that's the focus i'm in college for uh early childhood education okay so that's what i'm doing right now and then hopefully i'm doing tiktok it's doing pretty well so it's fun that's like the dream end goal but staying in college just in case (laughs) backup plan i remember when joey showed me your tiktok and i was like well he's kind of built kind of a little bit i was like yo he's like he's like a mini you i was like mini you Every t- yeah. Everyone commenting for Noah to post more, people always ask me, tell Noah to post more. I am. <laughs> I'm the one yelling at him the most, 100%. I'm definitely there too. Yo, yeah, Noah will send me like a crazy video and I'll be like, you look insane. And he's like, nah. And he just won't post it. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's just I've a mental it. battle. Bro, you gotta get, no, bro, yeah. I'm telling you, I go through it too. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I've been through it way worse and like, I've gotten better with it now because like, once you build that, if you, you don't want to, you gotta build it around your personality, bro. It's like, Cause when you do that or like have a deeper message with, I always say it's like deeper than lifting weights. So for me, like having the, the Christian, I'm known as like the Christian fitness content creator, having more substance. So like whether or not the physique may not be on, obviously I want it to be cause I like optimizing everything. Even if it's not, I'm still going to be very popping on social media because there's, it's deeper than just having a good physique. Like everybody, bro, there's so much people on social media who have a way better physique than me, like way bigger than me, stronger than me, look better than me. Um, but they're not popping like me on social media. You not, you know what I mean? Like people can, there can be like IPB pros who get no followers and stuff on Instagram or social media. Cause they don't have, they don't know how to connect with the audience. Mm-hmm. They don't know how to talk to them. Like you gotta just find out a way to connect with them and make it like deeper. Like I, I had times, bro, I, I would have these Bible studies in my discord, um, or just hop in like the voice chat and just have random people join and just talk to them. Just like, just like there's kids either ask questions about the faith or just like ask fitness questions. I'll just spend like 30 minutes to an hour after like a stream or something just to, like, cause that's where you connect with them. Or like, I used to answer my DMs for an hour a day. I luckily like have someone like Joey will help me a little bit now with it. But I was doing like an hour, sometimes more, just answering DMs just so I could feel like my audience felt connected to me. You know what I mean? Cause then that like makes you feel like, you know, you ever heard of Callum Von Moger? He's like the Australian Arnold. He he was popping. He was going to like be like the next Arnold pretty much. Him and Seabone were like, the two people in the industry and then he had like these big injuries he, he went off like the edge like crazy he was my favorite influencer when i was growing up in high school and the reason why is because i was watching his twitch stream one time and he kept talking back to me in the twitch stream and he made me feel connected to him and i bought all his like mm-hmm. like his merch and i felt like i was like yeah, this is like the guy because he actually made me feel 
like he like he cared about me, which is weird because obviously he doesn't even know who I am. So I try to make sure everybody that follows me can kind of feel that in some way. I always follow people back. Like if some kids ask for a follow me, they like, yeah, I'll follow all y'all back. You know what I mean? Like I don't care. Or like um, my dad will call people on our email list sometimes and just like FaceTime them. Or if they send like a heartfelt message, like, oh, you helped change my son's life or like brought him to God or whatever. And my dad will FaceTime them. And I'll just like that. Like when you make it deeper than that, like that's what sustains. So if you don't build it around just the physique, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like just don't that a lot. be, don't overthink it. You just got to post, bro. Like the, I just posted on my story today. Like the, the biggest L in life is like indecision. Like you have to just, the, the biggest thing you do is just make a decision. Cause whether or not you make the right one, you make the right decision. Like you're chilling, you're better off. If you make the wrong decision, you're still technically better off because you at least learned that you made the wrong decision. If you just stay where you are, then everybody else is going to fly past you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a big challenge too, to, to, to be the content instead of creating the content. Correct. Right. Like that's, yeah. that's a real battle. I think kind of why our vlogs popped off is like, we were the content. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like you came to maybe see a car blow up, but you really were there to like, just like what you said, it was like connecting with the viewer so much. Like I always, almost every vlog made it a point to speak to the viewer, to yeah. tell them. You do good with that. I can tell. Yeah. It yeah. was, it was always about connecting with the viewer. Right. And I would get them there with the explosion. I'd get them there with the sunset. With, but the, with the little clickbait. Add then, a big clickbait. Yeah. yeah big but clickbait, once yeah. they got there, usually they would connect with me and I could reel them in some way make them feel better yeah you know and, and leave them with something a supporter yeah so yeah, yeah like being the content is a challenge nowadays with so much competition oh like, yeah dude i'm in it early days yeah we're in it early days i freaking hate to start now like i've oh. just started a podcast Bro. that's pretty crazy luckily i have an established viewership mm -hmm. some of them want to ride with me still some yeah. of them want the vlog still or the prank still and they've you know, they move on. Yeah, but There's so many podcasts now. Yeah, it's I feel crazy. like it's the it's the new genre. Mm -hmm. um, Long form content. I just happen to really like it. Yeah, it's like, fun. Yeah, I really think it's fun. It's chill too. But yeah, I was so. I was saying the same thing. Like coming up in the fitness industry now, like that's why the twins. I was like, I was I always would tell me like, do you guys know how lucky you are? Like not even like they know they're they're blessed too. They're Christians as well. To come up in the industry that quick, that fast, now, after all, like, COVID, like, COVID was the time to pop. That was when, like, new people were coming in. That was, like, that's, like, how mm. I got in. The twins, like, just came out of nowhere because they had, like, that different vibe to them. Now they're killing it now. So quick. Quicker than any, quicker than I did, quicker than anybody did. And they're just being themselves, too. That's what's dope. But just when you, like, don't have to fake something for views and you're just, like, authentic. You know what I mean? Like, I love that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good trap to not get into yeah. is to go into it with a character. Yeah, you are stuck in that character, man. Yeah, like even you, even yeah. even in my vlog days, I was way more amped, hype. What's up, guys? Welcome mm -hmm. to the vlog. Like, even that, in a sense, is a character. Correct. And it yeah. took many years to fall back a little off that character and sit here on this podcast and be me. Right. Mm -hmm. it's a little more chill than the vlogs. A lot more chill some days. Yeah, because yeah, you feel like you're almost like faking it a little bit when you're like yeah. so overly. Like I used to do the same thing. Yeah. When I watch my old videos, I cringe. I'm like, wow, <laughs> what was wrong with me? But it was and also, now, but uh, that was also the style at that time. It that was, was popping. The like, loud, like in your face. The 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 quick cuts that you have now have replaced the loud mm -hmm. vlogging. Right. It used to be loud and popping, but. Now they've replaced that character with quick cuts, mm -hmm. flashy screens, like ADD as heck. Like it's just got to be like because everything's short form now. People like to have that, which is I'm crazy. I like the. Do you know the twins, the Trent twins? Mm -mm. They haven't told you. Haven't told him. He's got to be sure. If I've seen them, you've probably yeah. seen them. Yeah, 
What's but unique about them and I talking about this, like they have like they're they don't really even cut up their stuff that much. It's just them being goofballs with each other. I live with them. It's, it's like oh, my cool. best friends, and they do like the similar stuff. They're like they're funny. They're like they call them we call them mini pekkas because they're like <laughs> five foot six, but they're like huge. Got it. Like huge, and they're like they've been popping like on the on social media lately, and it's crazy to see people come up like that. Yeah, you know, especially it is hard now. Like my number one ass DM is like, yo, how do how can I make it in the fitness industry? Like, how do I start? I'm just like. Bro, just start. Just like, I don't start. know what else to tell you. Just hurry up. Like, just, just stop, like, thinking about it and talking about it and just, like, start it, and then you learn as you go. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You just I gotta... think there's just so much, like, fake pressure of that. Yeah. My my post is only going to get X amount of likes or, yeah. you know? it's You set a standard, and if you're an overachiever, like, I have, like, an overachieving person, like personality. So if I see, like, YouTube views like this for one month and it goes down maybe a little bit the next, I'm, like, tweaking. I'm, like, oh, God, I'm falling off. But then maybe the next yeah. month I have an all-time high. Same thing for Instagram. Like sometimes the likes are good, sometimes they're not. But you, there's high, there's high highs, there's low lows, there's lower highs, higher lows. It's just up and down all the time with it. But you just got to be consistent. Yeah, there's also um, there's there's a seasonal wave too, which a lot of people don't even realize yeah. is um, summer months suck, man. Like yeah. summer months are hard. It's hard for everybody. Every single year, no matter how big we were, every single year I'd be like, this is our last year. This is our last year. Everything's just dropping, 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 and then. Yeah. Uh, fall winter time would hit up. and it's like boom it's through the roof everyone's back inside nothing to do but watch content mm-hmm. um, the only real challenge now is there's so many places to consume content correct yeah. I don't know if it's hurting anybody though because like you said TikTok is like cheat codes for views right like uh-huh. even That's our podcast really. clips they, they get so many pop, views yeah. right and it's definitely converting somewhere it's oh, yeah. converting something it brings them to the long form and then the yeah. long form is where you where you build the following, where you, you build, you build yeah. your family. Yeah. That, you know what I mean? That's going to like rock with you. How, how long have you been doing social media for? I think we're about, I think we're at 14 years. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. See, I, I hope to be able to like, I hope to be able to retire by like 27, but not have to, but I want to yeah. be able to like, I'll still always probably do it. But like, I like, I have no social life. Like I have no friends outside of like I do everything twenty four seven. This has to be related to the social media platform because I'm popping right now. So I'm yeah. trying to make sure I optimize every single possible thing so that I can live the life I want to live with my family. And you have to. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. I, I we have this conversation with the kids quite often. Is the the sacrifice it took to have what we have now? Yeah. Is is worth it? It's it's very difficult. I mean, no one knows better than all my kids how much time I had to grind like i missed family birthdays i missed i missed so much to make sure this would work and it was all at risk it could have ended any day you know but people don't realize how much work goes into it they see like oh they just have to record a video and they and they make all this money or fame whatever from it they they have no idea like what actually goes into everything they think it's so easy they think that like Oh, they have it made so yeah. much easier than my nine to five. I gotta go do. It's just, it's just one of the things. Like, for you, you have a lot of love and passion in it, so it is easier. Yeah. If you're doing it for money, it's probably gonna be harder because mm-hmm. you don't have the passion or the, the want. Yeah. It's like anything in life. You could love cutting hair, and all of a sudden, nine to five is awesome because Correct. you get to cut hair. Yeah. So it's just finding what you love, no matter what it is. It's so much better than doing anything you don't like to do. Yeah, it's where you get freedom yeah. from. Is yeah. making a living from doing what you love to do. My you know? dad loves the rope factory. Yeah. I hated it. Nothing wrong with that. There's no, yeah. He's happier inside his factory than anywhere else. 
it's just, you find what you love to do, whatever that is. Nowadays, it happens to be social media is like the number one. You ask any kid in elementary school, what do you want to be? Social media, TikTok, Instagram, mm-hmm. YouTube. I think TikTok really started that wave, I think. Now everybody, because it makes it easy for people to get followers, although not many people know how to monetize those followers and then bring them to the other platforms. That's the issue. TikTok's tough for that because mm-hmm. what's popping is what goes viral. Yeah. So it's hard to market a t-shirt when it's not gonna get any views, uh-huh. right? So yeah, you have to learn how to transition that. I just had YouTube, mm-hmm. like that was my, it's still all I know. Like we we, yeah. we cut shorts and posts, but I don't understand it, you know? Not a YouTube revenue used to be a lot better back when you probably started too. No, it wasn't. What? I thought it was better like a few years ago. No, my AdSense now is way more than it ever was. Really? Yeah. Maybe it's well, the podcast. Yeah. Podcasts maybe. have higher CPMs, I believe. Because it's a longer. But I swear on everything, I went eight to 10 years on YouTube without ever, ever looking wow. at my analytics. Really? Ever. Wow. Everybody, what's your CPM? No idea. Know. Yeah. Zero clue. Don't even know how to find it. Hmm. It's crazy. That's wild. Because I just was in it. Yeah. All. all I'm, I'm like a numbers guy. I'm like OCD. So I have to like see like where it's at and then like. The, different. the only thing I cared about every single day, post at 3 p.m. And by 10 p.m., if that video didn't say 1.4 million views, I was having a heart attack. Yeah, you can get hard on yourself. Heart attack, bro. As long Tweaking. as it said 1.4, on to editing the next vlog. Every day for five years. It's mentally like sometimes I have to like, I have to catch <laughs> myself and like, I'll, I'll feel like I'm putting too much on my plate and I'll like be like, like, I got to give more to God and be like, you do with the, what you want with this. And like, I'll, I'll feel like I'm becoming too much of my own God and I'm trying to like mm-hmm. have too much control. So whenever I get stressed out, I try to like just spend more time on God and like let go and like just remember how blessed I am to even be here in the first place. You know yeah. what I mean? Love that. And that helps kind of bring me back a little bit. Love that. When I so, get too focused on it. Your uh, Instagram's obviously doing really well. Yeah. Which Instagram's tough. So props, yeah. dude. That props. was... Yeah, because like everybody always had like way more Instagram fo- or uh, TikTok followers, and they could never convert to Instagram. Yeah. So I was I was hustling. I was putting like free programs on my Instagram when I started to try to get people to come from TikTok mm-hmm. there and just funneling it. And then for a year, like me and Joey was popping on the Explore page, like like so many like, insights were cracked. It was like especially last year, I went from like 600k to a mil in like three months or something. It was wild. Do you think the that's coming from just posting a lot. Like, what, what did you do to, to maximize that algorithm to yeah. get in that explore page? Yeah. So they obviously they changed algorithms up, so it's hard to find out. Yeah. But I just think I hit it at a good point. I wasn't even everybody was doing reels, and I wasn't. Like, I didn't even do the reels to get there, which is what's crazy. Cause yeah, because like, that reels were popping for a while. Yeah, I maybe had a few that I would do, but I just did a regular post once a day, at like usually around two to three p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and I don't know. I always like the somewhat the same tags and. I don't know. It was just like the same. I was shredded. Like that's kind of where I was really mm. popping was I, we were going to Miami, Puerto Rico, um, LA. And I was just like tan, shredded, blonde haired. It was like that Greek God aesthetic. Yeah. I think it was just yeah. popping for a minute. It was just like, everybody was loving it. And I was just diced and I looked good and like, I'm natural as well. So like, I think that draws a lot of people's attention because they yeah. want they want someone that they can, which I hate. Cause that's like a big misconception. People look at me as like, uh, as like a natural peak aesthetic. But even if like, the normal person is naturally still can't probably get my physique because mm. I'm not even trying to speak highly of myself. This is the most humble way. I like genetics is very important. It sounds like what the liver King told everybody. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a freak. Yeah. He did say that. <laughs> he was actually like, he's probably like two of me. Someone actually posted a TikTok 
trying to compare they were like top three fake natties and it had like a it had like liver king <laughs> simian panda and then me and i'm like these guys you guys re- realize they have 100 pounds on me like i'm 170 pounds i would hope that i'd be bigger it's you gotta I mean? be frustrating being natural in a fitness world because everybody assumes you're not yeah and like i've got my blood worked on like a bunch of times and like i try to show like my my testosterone levels and like they'll use that when I was 215, they'll be like, oh, he had to have taken something. But before that, back when I was like a high, little bit higher body fat, my first cut, I was at like 400. And then I bulked up a little bit. I gained like, I don't know, 10 pounds, trying to eat a little bit more. And I went back to like 650, felt good. And then I dieted that hard time to like single digit body fat when I was popping all the platforms. But I also was extremely stressed, a lot of traveling, mm. hard on myself, cortisol through the roof and got to recheck and I was at that 215. And when I, I was public about that, I didn't care about showing that, but people tried to use that against me to be like, oh, he had to have taken like something for it to be that low in the first place, all that. And I'm like, bro, I don't know what y'all want me to do for me to like, <laughs> I hate that I have to feel the need to prove it. I'm like, bro, I, I wish that if I was on like testosterone or something that I would be bigger. Mm. Like I wish I would be bigger and I wish that like, I don't know. Um, what's, so a high, what's a high testosterone number for you? Like 800? So like the normal range I think they say it's like 300 to 900, I think, is what they say you should be in. But I probably should have been like... You, I like, feel like a right, young guy should have a high number. Yeah, like right now, I'm probably, because I'm a little bit higher body fat, 12% around is when like you're more optimized. Mm. Your body's like, you, you, I wasn't eating fat. fat. Fat's what allows you to like, make like the hormone in the first place. So now I'm having a lot more like whole eggs. I'm eating a lot more foods that are supposed to help turn up your test. I'm probably sitting around, I'm actually going to go get it retested. I'm probably around 600, I would say now, which I feel good. I feel a lot better now. Mm. But I already know as I go to get shredded again, it's going to go down. One of, I should um, lose body fat. Yeah, that's like the big key. Like there's a correlation to it. So like Chris Elkins, he's like a natural pro in, in like the our fitness space. And uh, he went to go get his blood work done. And then also BPN, I don't know if you know the company BPN. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam, uh, I think his name's Adam. I don't know. The, it's like a owner of a big supplement company. They both did a natural show and they got their hormones checked right before competing. And they both were in the double digits before their show. And then you, because when you're shredded that much, you're not eating food uh-huh. and you're doing that much cardio mm-hmm. and your body's going through very like stressful workouts, cortisol without you feeding it back. Your bo- the last thing your body's thinking about is like making more testosterone. It's like you're in starvation mode. So your test crashes and people don't like realize that. And then after you recover and you get your body fat up to a healthy level, which is usually for most people around 12 to 15%, your hormones are way more optimized at that body mm-hmm. fat. You feel way better. Your brain functions better, everything. Dude, have you seen all this stuff about like what's stripping us of our testosterone? Like yeah. everything. Yeah, like, like the f- bottles. Everything. The, yeah. Fabric softener, the deodorant. Clothes, the clothes that you're wearing. I candles, agree. dude. I candles. I agree with it. You I seen think. that? Anything yeah. with high scent. Yeah. It's like causing your estrogen and stuff like that. I can't remember exactly what they were saying, but. Yeah, it's basically everything we like and surround ourselves with is like dropping our testosterone. Yeah. It's wild to think about. I only believe like the, the water bottle thing. That you like, or like maybe something in the fluoride or something. I don't oh. know. <laughs> we're, we're, we're scientists for sure. Yeah. yeah. We're professionals. What else do you know. like other than fitness, dude? Like what's fun? Uh, cars, man. Cars. Big car guy. What's your dream car? Ooh. Um, I want the, the Ferrari, the super fast. The, the, <laughs> the super fast with the, um, <sighs> the Gintani exhaust. I just, I just saw a video the other day. Like that wasn't even my dream car for the longest time. And then I saw that. It was, like the, was it the A12, right? The. I was showing Joey earlier. Mm-hmm. I have a I have a GT500. It's like 950 wheel horsepower right now. Got a lot of stuff onto it. I just got a Supra. Like a Ford GT500? Yeah. Oh, sick. Yeah, so I got that. I did a lot of work to it. And then uh, 
my dailies, the M5, which we drove, and then that's a lease, tax write-off. And then um, I got, I just got a Supra like last week. That oh, I got cool. some like downpipe tune, um, flex fuel kit. I love cars. That's cool. Yeah. That's I'll awesome. never get like, a, I, I don't see myself getting the, like the Ferrari though. I, I, I have a feeling, like I, feel, I would feel bad to spend that much on a car. I'd rather get multiple cars that equal the value of that one car. You see what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. Um, have you ever had a Toyota Corolla? <laughs> yeah. Hey, they keep you alive. I'm oh, here. Snap. I'm on the podcast. Oh, yeah. What's your guys' dream car? I don't know. I mean, keeping like kind of realistic, I do like the Supra. I think it's so clean. Bro, it is the best bang for your buck sports car. I don't care what anybody says. The B58 is the, the literally like you cannot beat it. Like 50 grand and then you just do like a thousand in mods, like a downpipe, yeah. charge pipe tune. You're pushing, you're beating like stock M3s, M4s, M5s even. Like I burned up my M5 in the Supra, which has like minimal mods on the wheel. Yeah. It's the best. You can't beat it. I felt so bad. Uh, Max's. Yeah, in the accident. that's brutal. I, know, I felt bad even getting the Supra after. I was like, am I, am I even <laughs> allowed in to his do face. this? Yeah, it's I, good felt, time I felt right terrible. There. I know, dude. You know what's crazy? Every single time, so when Max was at my house recently and I was talking to him about God because I, I was, I, I, like I said, I always try to talk to people about it. So I seen like where he was at with it and I was like telling him, I was like, bro, if you were to die tomorrow, are you going to heaven or hell? And he was like, like the, I can't remember exactly what he says. Like I said, if you were to drive home, they get in a car crash and die. Are you going to heaven or hell? And then we just ended up having this whole conversation about God. I was just kind of like telling him about it. He had questions. I was trying to answer them. And then freaking two weeks later, he gets in a terrible car crash. And I texted him. I was like, yo, I promise that wasn't my fault, bro. <laughs> I was like, but it's crazy. That happened to two other of my friends. When I was in like my senior year of high school, two of my atheist friends, I said the same thing to about the car thing. And both of them got in car crashes within a month. Isn't that crazy? I'd be like, if you were to die, are you going to heaven or hell? Because that's like an urgent thing to ask people. Yeah. If Christianity yeah. is like the one true world religion, it's like the most important thing of all time. It's more important than anything. So that's why I'm like so open about it. Cause like I always, I think it, everybody owes it to themselves to like at least look into it. Cause like, I don't know, man, like if you were to die tomorrow and you're not, and you're not saved and you're not following Christ, like yeah. it might not be, you know, I hate saying that cause I don't like, I'm not trying to condemn nobody, yeah. but it's like an important thing to, to actually consider. Well, Jesus says, if you deny me here, he'll deny you there. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. It is. Imagine, imagine you die. You walk up to Jesus. Like, I don't nope. know you. Yeah, and then... That's I, scary, it's, bro. It's a horrifying thing. Oh. It's horrifying to, to think of that. And then, <clears throat> too, as I think, too, like, I, I don't think a lot of Christians even might go to heaven because a lot of people who think that they're Christian aren't, in fact, actually following God, which is, like, hard to say. And, again, I'm not perfect, and I'm not, like... But I, I feel like once you learn to follow Jesus, there's a, there's a process you go through called like sanctification and it's repenting, yeah. becoming more like Jesus and being aware of that yeah. rather than like um, being like your sins are made aware to you and you know that you need to change it and you're actively trying to. That's like the difference between just still living in the dark being, oh, I go to church sometimes, right? You know, Jesus is real, but I'm still going to go like hook up with all these chicks and like go do whatever I want to do. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm, I'm worried that those people will also not be accepted hmm. because it says like the, the path is, is it's straight and narrow. It's few who many enter into the kingdom of heaven. So it's like, that to me is scary. And if, if I love people, I have to make that known to them. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's rough because people think you're like judging them when you bring that to them, but you're really loving them by doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's, it's like that with everything, dude. If you, if you tell somebody over a week to stop eating, it's yeah. offensive, right? It's, just, it's the same concept even though you're doing it out of love, right? Mm -hmm. You want the best for them and think of the, 
Um, I see a lot of people that are, uh, they're happy in life, but I see, I see what they're missing yeah. in life. I see, I see that they're complaining about certain things, and I know what they're missing, but they refuse to give it a try. Yeah. And it's almost like you're just, you're just keeping the blessings from yourself. Yeah. Like, what are you so scared of? This is they hard in their Why hearts. Why are you afraid it? of it? I think it's just, again, to, to being, to bringing yourself to a, a, a higher power and to submitting. Everybody's got egos mm. and they're afraid to submit and to be like, oh, okay, now I have to live like this, which I even hate that concept to begin with. Like being a Christian doesn't mean like God is not a cosmic killjoy that doesn't want you to have fun. God wants you to have good pleasures, mm. wants you to enjoy his creation, but in the right boundaries. So like, once I realized that like, let's say like sex, I'm not a virgin, right? So that's like this, like I, I messed up plenty of times, but I understand now why God sets the parameters of like having being married before doing that because like I always like compared to like a bonfire I always tell this to people like a bonfire when you're with people like can, can cause produce warmth it's it can cook food it can purify water it can give light all these things right but that's the one I'm saying in terms of like um like sex for example is like that but when it falls out of that fire pit and like hits a leaf and it causes a forest fire when that desire is not in the boundary it causes death destruction throughout the whole entire forest so like mm. today's generation stds unplanned pregnancies all this stuff so like god do, like plants these these barriers not because he doesn't want you to have fun but he puts because he loves you he wants you to enjoy his creation in the right boundary it goes for everything sure the happiest i ever become in my life i stand by this is when i really seeked the lord like actually i prayed my whole life since i was a kid but the moment i prayed that I want to know you. Mm-hmm. I want to know you. I pray to you, but I don't know you. My entire life changed. I agree. In it's fact, that intimacy. To the extreme that my mother passed away the next day. Wow. And that changed my life forever. How did you deal with that? It was miserable. It was miserable, but it took me straight to church. Mm-hmm. It took me straight to church, and that prayer... As crazy as it sounds to a lot of people, I now know the Lord. It's crazy. It's a crazy concept. There's a lot of holes there mm-hmm. that, I'll f- that I'll fill one day on the, on, on the podcast, but that's a true story. I literally said that prayer. My mother passed away that next day or the day after, and uh, it was instantly I found myself in a church, and I was learning, and I was, uh, you know, it's like a gift from my mom. My mom yeah. wanted me to join a church so bad so bad and uh you know i often feel like she literally sacrificed herself for me like wow it's it's a it's a wild concept to think about but uh that prayer was answered really fast really fast powerful people don't people don't realize like the level of like intimacy you can have with god it's like and i didn't know either like i grew up in a christian household whatever Mm -hmm. like i um i thought i knew what it was and then I like had extreme like depression, anxiety. Like I was gonna off myself. Like I was like bad. Dang. And this this was like that was this was like not even long ago. It was like when I was like nineteen, eighteen, nineteen. Um, I was like severely like derealization like took over my life. Like I didn't think anything was real, and it was like I couldn't even leave my house. I couldn't go to restaurants. I couldn't. I would have to pull over on the side of the road to just start like dry heaving. Like my anxiety wow. took over my whole life. I couldn't do anything. <clears throat> and then I kind of. Like I, I started getting into like worship music, like I'll sing a little bit, play the guitar. And that's when I first started feeling something 
Cause like the words of the song, I, I told, I have a life story video on my YouTube that explained like kind of like this whole concept, the words of the song that I would, I would be singing. It was like what I wanted to like say and cry out to God. I just didn't know how to say it myself. Hmm. So in the song I would say it and that was like setting me free. And then I got baptized, uh, January 5th, 2020. And then I started to be like, this is what it's like to actually know God. And again, it was like a snap of a finger. I wasn't perfect. I was yeah, still doing things I shouldn't have been doing. That would be for life. Yeah. But I was like. I don't know how to explain it. It was like the, I experienced every single pleasure in life. Like I've had money. I've had a bunch of money. I've had no money. I've I had sexual relationships. I've had not like, I, I've been through every single pleasure you could think of. Mm-hmm. But that feeling I had of when I actually felt God's presence, like playing the guitar and like worshiping him is the most fulfilling thing I've ever felt in my life. And I like stand by that. Like, I don't care, bro. Like it's like, it's a hundred percent facts. So people like a lot of people are just surface level Christians. They don't believe or don't know how deep you can go. You can go so deep with it. And when you learn that and like have that intimate relationship with the creator of the universe, it's the most fulfilling thing somebody can experience. And I want people to know that. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm so passionate about speaking about it. Cause like, I want everybody to experience that. Like I always say, like if I had the cure to cancer, I would tell everybody that's a touchy subject. People sometimes don't like that when I say that, but if I did have the cure to something like that, I wouldn't keep it to myself. So I feel like sure. I found the cure to mm-hmm. some something and I want everybody else to know about it. Love that. So, yeah. I'm open about it. I love. I love. I, so I talk a lot about. Yeah, it. Yeah, it, beca- it becomes a separate addiction, right? Because the the the, the feeling of that Holy Ghost, the Spirit mm-hmm. that you feel, uh, becomes addiction. Like you want to chase that because there's no better feeling, it's the best. right? It's the best feeling ever. Yeah. So whether it's Bible study or going to church or speaking with somebody about it, you mm-hmm. like, you get that Spirit. Yeah, and it's it's like its own drug because it feels so good. Yeah, it's dope. And there's something it's in your heart that just knows it's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. that's literally what it is. Like I, I prayed before coming on here, I was like telling God, like the, whatever you want me to say on here, make sure I say it. Like don't make me sound stupid. But like please, like let Bro, me I say it the way. I, I can't even tell you how many times that I've said a similar prayer, mm-hmm. and the episodes are almost all about him. Yeah, it's wild. Like that's powerful stuff, man. It is. I love it. Uh, I have no fear speaking about it anymore. I think um, once we finally did just like openly talk about it, it was like such a relief and it felt amazing. Yeah. And uh, I did a big thing on uh, Logan Paul's podcast, um, Impulsive. And mm-hmm. that was just like That's the, awesome. the start of me just being like totally open about it. That's so dope. Yeah. So I'm happy you did that. That's yeah. dope. It's really, really, really fun and just relieving. and It saves people. It's just good to be you. And yeah. I think that... Uh, we have a job as influencers, right? Mm-hmm. And I would rather choose to lead people in what I believe is the best direction rather than a negative direction, which a lot of influencers do. Dude, look at these new musicians, bro. They oh, are man. taking these new kids down the scariest rabbit hole, dude. Demons, bro. Demons. Like blood and horns yeah. and the devil. It, that that itself is like proving me that there has to be a God because if there's something that dark and like weird, there has to be something polar opposite of it, which has to be God. Bro, the devil's ravaging the youth right now. Oh, it's terrible. And we as influencers have the ability to chime in and try to help as many as we can. That's all. That's all that I do. Mm-hmm. I don't tell anybody get out to church and go. I have mentioned to drop to your knees mm-hmm. and see what happens. Yeah, that's it. But uh, it's meditation. all very personal for me, my family, and uh, yeah, thanks for talking about it because it's really fun. Oh, I, re- I really enjoy it. it. My, like, it's, it's just if, if it saves, I already know for a fact. Every time I do like these life story videos on my like on my channel, it's like some of my best videos. It's just me talking about it. Yeah. Like if it if it's enough to change one person's life and bring one person to eternal life with Jesus, mm-hmm. then it's it was all worth it, regardless yeah. of like the hate that I might get from 
non-believers, atheists, well, like any other religion, although I still love them and I, I like have nothing, no problem with them whatsoever, no. but the, I already know there's going to be hate comments on some of it, but it's that there's going to be some people who are going to get brought to the Lord for it. And hmm. that's what matters at the end of the day. There's a very powerful scripture. I wish I knew it word for word, but it's something along the lines of uh, your reward in heaven for bringing just one person mm-hmm. to him is like it's above anything we can comprehend. Yeah. Just one person. But all of heaven rejoices is for one. But it, but it goes the same way. Yeah. Like your punishment for taking somebody away. Mm-hmm. And that's, there's, that's boy, the media is doing it, bro. Yeah. Media is doing it. And it's, and it's cool nowadays. It's cool to put freaking somebody's satanic blood on your, wear somebody else's blood. They're bro. just normalizing it. I yeah, mean, it says, it's, it, it speaks of this. I mean, yeah. we knew this was going to yeah, eventually start to happen. So it's like, which makes it even more real. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love Revelations, dude. It's, one of, it's my favorite book in the whole Bible. Yeah, it's a little scary. But it's epic. Yeah. It's epic. Anything you guys want to talk about? Jump in. I don't know. I feel I'm just, just listening. Yeah, just just listening. You guys are in the back seat right now. Bit, yeah. My bad. And Britt's just I, I like asleep. Wake up. <laughs> I'll be getting passionate about we it get, every time. Like, yeah, with the headphones, I just like... Yeah. Like I don't know anything else is Lock going on. Yeah. yeah, it's like watching a movie. I'm just yeah. I'm just <laughs> watching the wise ones. Yeah, it's just like for me. This is big. I was like, this is for everybody. No, that's, we got them. That's, all right. that's all you. I want to see if you can chug it in one sitting. Oh, oh man, <laughs> just down I don't it. Know about that one. <laughs> Should I break my caffeine streak? I feel like oh. I, I waited an hour. You're asking. You had that orange drink, right? Bro, I am. I'm 136 days no caffeine. Yeah, I can't mm. believe you counted. Yeah, no, I have an app. I have an oh, app. It just, I'm going to need that. It reminds me. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's too late now. I think I'm going to just wait. I'm just going to wait. It's never too late for caffeine. It's never too late. Yeah, man, I've been doing no caffeine. Uh, mainly as one of the, the, as I found a little fitness in my life, uh, 37 okay. years, never went to a gym once in my life. And, uh, um, over the last two years, I've, been dabbling it sometimes hard um in and out this is my probably my longest streak two weeks without going to the gym probably oh, i gotta get back into it oh dude dang bro it's it's killing me that i'm not there um yeah do you I, go to a public gym yeah okay. yeah just a local gym i love it everyone knows me there it's chill yeah it's they don't bother you no oh, nobody bothers good. um everyone's awesome yeah um it's just the best. And now I'm to the point where, yeah, if you don't go, you feel like crap. Yeah. If I don't go, I'm more apt to eat bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a roller coaster. It's like you have to get to that gym for me first thing in the morning and then the rest of the day I'm set. I feel good. I'm eating perfect. I'm, I'm just locked in. Yeah. It's a better, and, it's a better yeah. way to live for sure. Yeah. So where are we going to eat? <laughs> Whack Arnold's. Oh, man. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Yeah, you're you, not kidding though. <laughs> She's not kidding. She really wants to know. Dad, I thought you said you were going today. You told me last night, dude. I woke What's up this morning. I tried to get him to go. Yeah. Here's, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I, I looked at my phone. I had plenty of time to make it to the gym by nine, but then I realized I needed a haircut. Bad. But and, you know who you have on oh. the podcast right now? And they could get me in. So I skipped the gym for the haircut. You could have went Dang. after instead of going to lunch. Yeah, but like the hair all over my neck and I went shoulders. to a Pilates class. I did something. Oh, she's one up in you. Yeah. Dang. She's always one up in me. We just got our own like private gym now. Cause like the warehouse we I have. You're gonna the... say private jet, dude. No, you like my own private yeah. gym. I don't know about the jet. Yeah, I'm scared of flying. <laughs> Joey was showing me all helicopter. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, no. I was like, Joey's like, yeah, we should have taken the helicopter here. 
like, yeah, you'll miss me with that. Who's got a helicopter? No, he was talking about yours. Oh, oh, oh. Or something, because he showed me yeah. like a video that you had. I was like, there's no way I will ever, I, I can't fly. Like, I'll drive, we just drove to Miami instead of flying, because no I said way. I had to drive. Dude, you got to break that. I, you got to beat it. Well, I've been flying. That's what's crazy. The social media stuff first brought me out of it. Yeah. I remember the first flight, I had to go to a sponsor, supplement sponsor in Dallas. First flight, like, by myself in years, since I was, like, three and I had panic attacks on it. I was like tweaking. And then <laughs> I got a little bit better with it, started flying a lot. And then it's like, it's like it's gotten worse. I don't mm. know why. And I've been on this streak now where I don't, I don't think I've flown for maybe four months now. And I feel like I don't ever want to do it again. Wow. And I'm extremely Like what is it? is it? Is it being on like, the plane? Is I don't like awesome. not being in control of mm. my fate. So you got to become a pilot. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'd like, I'd like rather would, I know it's riskier too to even drive like 15 hours and to just fly the two or whatever it is to like Miami. But I'm like, I'm driving. So it's I true. feel like I'm going to be okay. Yeah. Statistically, the car is way more dangerous. Yeah. Trust yeah. me. I know. That's crazy. I don't like putting my life, like I have to pray so much blasting worship music the whole time. And I'm like, Bible, like we had, me and Joey had to go to, where, where was it LA or was it Vegas? And we had a little plane. It was like to, from Maryland to Chicago. It was like mm. a, the, and puddle jumper. We had, First off, there was a dad behind me who was yelling and cursing at his kid and, like, already got me, like, stressed out. And then, bro, we had the worst turbulence I've ever had. Like, it it dropped. I thought we were going to die. And I started, I pulled out my Bible app and I started reading it. I was like, God, please forgive me for all my, everything that I've done in life. It's like, just let me live. If you let me live through this, I'll talk about you all the time on social media. Like, all this, I was, like, trying to, like. Do you get, do you, before you get on the plane, do you, like, look at everybody on the flight and you're like, yeah, we're probably gonna I, make it or you're not I you can look at leave. people and you're like um i made us leave one time no way i like i'll overthink things you i'm left. overthinker you missed your flight i saw some guy who looked suspect on the plane <laughs> all right <laughs> so we were supposed to go to um it was miami for a you were already on the event. plane yes you got up and we you left last second before no way so, so, nah. <laughs> this is so funny so like we went and I'm sitting, I like, I started looking at this guy who looks suspect. He came up, he came up like the stairs, like that goes into the term, like the, whatever connects the plane to the building. And he looked suspect. He looked like he like just kind of put himself there. Like he wasn't supposed to be there. <clears throat> so I was like watching the whole time. Um, he, it was like, I felt like he was trying to disguise himself as a worker. And I started overthinking things. I'm like thinking all these TikToks. And I text Joey, <laughs> Joey's sitting like behind me. I text Joey, I'm like, yo, I think that guy is like pretending to be a worker. He just came up the side of the plane. And Joey was like, are you talking about that TikTok? And I was like, what do you mean? He was like, I just saw something the other day where this guy, uh, he snuck on a plane through the side, took the plane and crashed the plane and everybody died. So he told me that and I was like, I gotta go. I texted my dad, I was like, yo, I'm about to get off the plane. Cause I was like, there's no way this is about to happen. I was like, I, cause I'll think that God's like trying to tell me something. Yeah, you know yeah, he yeah. wasn't. Yeah, and I was like, bro, we gotta get off. So we got off last second. It it probably looked so suspect. Everybody was probably like, what are these idiots doing? Like we grabbed their stuff last second and just walked off. And then we drove. Was that the time we drove or no? And then we drove instead. Dang, dude. That's, That's bad. That is bad. I hate it. I cannot. I, I don't know what it is. Somebody I mean, out there's got to be able to help you break that. And I want to travel. A, yeah. I want to go to Italy. I want to go to the Amalfi Coast. I want to go to. I want to go to long Greece. Flight. And yeah, I'm scared. I'd have to do first class, which sounds bad. And I'm going to get like fake Christian accusations for that. But like, I'd have to just for... Um, it's a business expense. Yeah, tax write-off. Yeah. yeah. Your accountant is making you spend X amount of money on travel. Yeah. I just, I don't know how I'm going to do it. Like, I, I'm, I'm afraid that I would feel like I'd have to take like a, like a drug. Oh yeah. What's the sleepy, sleepy stuff? probably. Benadryl. Xanax. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Xanax. That, oh, is this Xanax? That would definitely get that you there. That would not <laughs> Yeah, Benadryl I'd be doing though. That you, all the flights would be like, "Yo, you want to go pop some Bennies?" That's why I say to Joey. 
Benny. top two top two bennies i'll be out oh i love flying dude love yeah. it that's crazy that. dude i'm happy on a commercial flight like i'm happy like that's it's crazy fun. see like i would rather drive like 150 miles per hour like i feel more safe doing that in a car than just going on a plane for mm. 30 minutes i wonder I what know. happened you said you flew when you were three maybe something happened i think that turbulence honestly did it nobody likes turbulence that that was like it was like i'm not even joking like it was bad it was so bad and the, like the dad behind me had to have been like an abusive father because like <laughs> he that kid he was with it was like the kid was probably like six years old and he's cursing at him like yelling at him the whole, like it was it was so i was so stressed when we got on there because i thought like the we they were gonna have to get like escorted off the plane because this guy was like oh, wow. cursing this kid out Dang. for screaming did the plane make it did you ever look <laughs> yeah it did it did i went to go look it's because you got off yeah the lookalike killer got off. i just like the what if because i'm like my life like finally is like is like good now i'm like very blessed i'm like i don't yeah. want it to end early i want to try to optimize it all yeah here's where flying gets me with the what if game like there's many times where i've missed a flight for some reason right mm -hmm. it's like and it's so frustrating. Or the plane's still there, but I missed the window to get on. Mm -hmm. And then I'm trying to rebook. And then I'm, in my head, I'm like, but wait a minute. Am I being told not to get, not to fly today? Yeah. Or yeah. am I going past what I mean? So I know what you mean by you can, you That's can like. That's spiritual. You're like, is God telling me Yeah, is this, is this a warning or am I just being ridiculous? Mm -hmm. um, so far, all our planes have landed, but we have flown hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of planes. Really? Yeah. I was looking at like cruises to Italy. I was like, maybe I'll just go on a boat. <laughs> Ten day cruise yeah, to Italy. No, I'll just go on a boat. <laughs> I want to go. I want to go so bad. Like, What's I really in Italy? Do. I just I keep seeing Amalfi Coast on my on my uh, I think it's Posi, Positano or something mm. um, on my for you page, and it's beautiful. And I just want to go somewhere like that. Yeah. Or like Greece. I really like the idea of going to Greece or like the islands. And that stuff. whole area. Yeah. Um, I want to go. And just stay for like a week or probably a few weeks and just like, cause I can do my social media over there, Spain or something. There's like a fitness area over there and just like have something different. I just, I'm such a home guy. Yeah, I've heard the food's way healthier too. Probably. Than yeah. the Western food well, that we Mediterranean have. Mediterranean food's the best. You ever go to Cava? No. Meza? Mm -mm. What? Mm -mm. There's no Cava out here? Mm -mm. I don't you even know what that, that is. Do you, you, Chipotle, you know though, right? Yeah. So Chipotle, so Cava's like the mediterranean chipotle and it slaps it's the best <laughs> like lamb like braised mm. lamb i love mediterranean I have to look food. it up it's i don't know best. if we have it greek restaurants are phenomenal it's like my favorite i'm like i like i eat a lot of food like when i have a cheat meal i go crazy do you so, eat chipotle yeah usually yeah. I, only, I only get double chicken and white rice so that's all i get i don't get any dairy on it no sauces anything maybe a little bit of mild or medium but i usually keep it plain for when i'm cutting when I was in high school, though, when I was getting big boy Alex, I'd freaking fat burrito, <laughs> fat burrito, double chicken, double white rice, sour cream, cheese, guac, going crazy. I used to like force feed. I was probably eating like 5,000 calories a day every day in high school. Crazy. I, I don't eat boy. that in a week, dude, I don't think. I was a fluffy That's, boy back then. Britt is a Chipotle killer. I love Chipotle. What's the go-to order? Um, double steak, no rice, no beans, tomato, salsa. Sour cream, cheese, Simple lettuce. enough, yeah. No beans. I, I, like, I used to always do beans, and I'm like, why am I adding calories just for it to taste kind of, like, worse? So I took them away. <laughs> but I did, like, I did uh, carnivore for a long time, so I would Ooh. do only dairy beef. We did do carnivore for a How bit. was that? Y'all like that? Or? I will say two things. One, best I've ever felt yeah. in my really? life. Best I've ever felt in my life. Really? But hardest thing to do. So boring. Like... I still am a sucker for, 
food for pleasure, man. Like it's got to taste. Too. Like it's a brain thing. It's like if I could just get past the idea that if I could just realize that this is just for fuel mm-hmm. and not for pleasure, I would be so healthy. But I'm still in. Try, I'm still like, stuck in the like. Ah, oh, that's gonna be good. Yeah. <laughs> try. You gotta try the diet hacks, bro. What is that? Like the like the protein pizza I was saying. It's you find a way to substitute what uh, you usually would like to crave into, but find a way for it to make it like nourishing and mm. like heavy proteins. Like that protein pizza, like I can't tell the difference anymore. Hmm. It's like actually really good. I have like we make protein French toast like me and the twins be, be making like recently and like it's pretty damn good. Or um like we have a protein ice cream we do that's extremely filling. Like you you start doing stuff like that and then you get used to that and like it's like almost like a cheat, but it's yeah. it's like good for you and you're not like going crazy on it yeah but I, i'll testify best i've ever felt like literally beef really fats um how was the stomach like your every, everything was, was at my best really everything maximum energy this girl was like on cloud nine yeah i've kind of gone both oh. ways like after my daughter i did i went really hard with the trainer six meals a day ate literally just so much food but I was always, like, I lost a ton of weight and leaned out a lot. But I was always, like, bloated, stomach issues, brain fog. Um, Wait, on the carnivore? No, on the... No, on, like, oh, six on meals, the, okay, on the rice, stuff. chicken, stuff like that. Um, yeah. Damn, I'm out of And then when I did the now. carnivore, it's... it was... I, I felt amazing. Literally, my stomach was as flat as could be. Like, she would... Yeah. I was she, so we, happy. We were doing, like, a bunch of bone broth and... Dude, liver, that stuff is like mm, gold. All your organs. Yeah, she just opened the freezer, it. do liver and heart, and like. It was hard though. So why'd you it's stop? So because you wanted so you, hard. You wanted like how long did you do it for? Um, I, I did a full month with no sugar. Like I didn't absolutely no sugar, so no no fruit, honey, nothing. no fruit. No, Everyone no. says like. There's no way you did that, and I, I she actually did. did. It. She I did love fruit. It. That's my problem. Like acai bowls, I'm a killer for. I can just I can't. Yeah, yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah, those are good, but there's also so much like they add so much crap to those things, yeah. you know. So it's like, am I addicted to the the bowl? Or am I addicted to what they add to it? Yeah, right. I usually get a fruit bowl every morning from this coffee place, and it doesn't have like that. It's just fruit bowl, yeah. and then that's what I've been doing. But I heard a lot of good about the carnivore stuff, though. I, I mean, I've definitely done it long enough to say that I tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, many times, many times. We had Paul Saladino on the podcast. We were eating freaking raw testicles and heart and liver and that guy. Like, if you want to get in the carnivore diet, look him up. Yeah. Legend I'm to check it out. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I could try it. Be like a, make a YouTube series, like going for carnivore sure. for a month. I'm just curious because I have like a tendency to be very hypoglycemic. I get like, uh, especially when I'm cutting because I tend to like go very low carb and like even low fat um, and just super high on protein. So like if I like work out and then I try to do cardio after that, like for 30 minutes, I start to get like woozy. Like I'm going to pass out. Mm. I'm like very like sensitive to carbs or something. Uh, so I wonder how my body would react to just, I, I mean, I know it will eventually like switch over. I think you just have to get to yeah. that, through that phase of like your body getting used to running off of like fat and protein, kind of like ketogenic stuff yeah. rather than the simple carbohydrates you usually give it. Everything's so. a detox. Yeah. Right. It's like, I don't know, dude, I bet, I bet like, I mean, you know better than me, but you would shred down. You ever done just the bone broth? No. Do you fast at all? No, I want to try just for like faith. I'm just worried that oh, it'll like impact my content, but I feel like it'd be good for faith. Like, I don't think, no, it shouldn't affect your content or anything. Um, how long do you fast for? 
you can do intermediate. You could do intermediate. Uh, I used to do. A yeah. Little bit. Yeah. So that's fasting. Yeah. But uh, I mean, we've done countless twenty-four hour fasts, mm-hmm. like no food, no water, nothing. Really? It's not hard at all. Yeah. Maybe you're gonna have a little hunger, but it's super easy. Never been lightheaded or. So anything. what's the bone broth? How do you like? What's that for? <clears throat> bone broth is. It's literally protein and collagen is like the only. Just boil cow bones, dude. It's all missing out on that. So y'all teaching me some nutritional stuff now. Then. You can oh, it cook is your rice so in good. it, and then it's even more protein, and it's even mm. more. Uh, Do you like the bone broth? Nutrition. You guys tried the bone broth? I've never I've had it. I tried it once, immediately gagged. Really? Did, not drink it. Did you really? do beef or chicken? I don't know what it was. I like the beef a lot. It's just like broth. Yeah. Actually, there's a restaurant we could go to tonight that serves bone broth, and it's fire. Yeah. Dana. Yeah, we should go there. Well, anything else? Anything fun? Anything? What's do you guys game? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What do y'all play? We always go back and forth <laughs> yeah, from game to game. Yeah, it changes a lot. But we, so do we, I. That's what me and the twins are like crazy. Yeah. We play everything. We were playing, we've been playing Fortnite. We were playing Apex a little bit. Yeah, we really got into uh, Project Zomboid. Project Zomboid is such that, a good game. I don't know what that is. It's I don't a know zombie that. game. It's not competitive yeah. or anything. Got you. I'm like a big the shooter guy, like Rainbow Six, like Call of Duty, like Warzone. Yeah. We were in Rainbow Six and Call of Duty for a while. Rainbow we were, Six is fun. We just recently fell off. You know Jinxie? Yeah, yeah. Jinxie follows. Uh, he just followed me. I was like, yo, he's so dope. You got to get him on the pod, man. He's a, he's funny. He's like the number one most subscribed guy on Twitch now. He's crazy. Yeah, he's really big right now. To be only on one game like that and have that many subs is absolutely like, and he's very humble. Like he's got like a normal ass car and house and like, and I know he's making bank. Yeah. And he's so funny, bro. His like, videos I would, are hilarious. I want to play. I need to play. He kept, we were talking. We were, for a minute, me and the Twins are going to play Siege with him. I need to just like have him run us because I know we'll get pissed at us because we'll probably suck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he gets mad at everybody. Uh, he isn't, you know. It's his character. What games he play? Siege? Does, do I play or he? No. He plays he play Siege. Okay. Jinx, he's like only, a only, cool only a Siege guy, which is crazy. That game's like old. <clears throat> mm-hmm. and like, time with League of Legends, dude. League, that's your League guy? Love League. See, I never got into those. Love it. Best game ever like, made. What is it called? They call them MM, MMORPs? Is that? Yeah, I think uh, so. MMORP, I think. Yeah. yeah. I'm a shooter guy. I'm a first-person shooter. Like, Call of Duty is, like, probably my best. I Lately, mean, Battlefield. Yeah, those are great. Those are all great. Yeah. Yeah, we played the new Call of Duty a lot. That was good. For a couple months. Heck, yeah. 24-hour shipment, dude. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Sign man. me up. Oh, uh, yeah. It's <laughs> the, the only way to get them skins. Yeah. I started playing something because we got, like, me. everybody got the PCs now, so we've been playing, like, the PC-only games. So, like, it's called, like, Squad, which I'm playing because they like, I'm a Star Wars oh, nerd, yeah, bro. I love Star Wars. They have a Star Wars mod on it. Mm. It's called, like, Galactic or something. So, like, it's, like, Squad, but it's, like, you're playing in... It's, like, a better version of Battlefront. It was... It's, like, more realistic, isn't it? Yeah. I was getting destroyed, so I hated it. But it's, like, cool. The concept was dope. Um, I love Star Wars, though. May the 4th is about to come up. Dude, have you seen... uh, What's the game? Oh, it's Jedi. No, it's the old World War II something hell. Oh, oh, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I forgot Fun. what it's called. I haven't played it, though. Oh, it's so it good. It's so good with a full group. Really? I think you can have five or six on your on your group. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. I saw it in the Steam I store. Can't I can't remember it. the name. I know exactly. It's so either. good. We yeah. played it a little yeah. bit. Oh, it's driving me nuts. It's driving me crazy. I'll have to check that out. That's a good good World War II shooter, realistic. I used to play like, strategy games like Total War. You ever heard of Total War? It's, it's fun. It's like you control like a real live army like mm. like you can go like ancient rome and like have like archers okay and whatever you can like tell them where to go so it's a it's a real-time strategy yeah like uh command and conquer yeah they do like warhammer too they have like different yeah, yeah. eras and stuff warhammer they're doing one of my favorite games of all time was command and conquer really you the probably love total World annihilation 
I've heard of that one. Yeah, I've heard of the first one. Old. You gotta like try Total me. War. Do you like those types of games? Oh, I love them. You gotta yeah. get Total War. Total you War? probably would be obsessed with it. Yeah, because there's so many. There's like a Napoleon era one. Like there's like a like a samurai like a shogunate one. There's for all times eras. I do my absolute best to not touch video games because I am yeah, highly addicted. addicted to them. Yeah. Like if I get on League, dude, I'm on League. I'm you. on it. So I try my best to not play anything. Uh, it's really, really nice to get to play sometimes, though. Yeah, like video games are so good for 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 that. Like just it's so unwind. Helps you kind of just like disappear, like escape yeah. reality a little Be a bit. Kid again. Yeah, just no responsibility. Yeah, it's like I don't know. I don't drink alcohol or anything like that. So it's like it's like my little escape. Mm-hmm. Like go up in my office and play little video games. It's, it's cool. Yeah, I'll do it at night for a little bit with the boys. And like I, I try to monetize. If I'm not like trying to monetize every like hour of my day, I feel like I'm I'm like doing my. I don't know. It's like weird. I feel like I'm doing my future family a disservice by not trying to make the most I can out of this time here. So like I'll stream on Twitch. Sure. At least try to you know yeah. interact with my yeah. audience somehow. I don't want to feel like I'm just wasting time that I could be spending on something else that's more productive. Mm. Um. Which is like a terrible way to think. Like it, it's good and bad. Like like I mean, I'm you got to strike while the iron's hot, man. Yeah, you know, yeah. You, if you're fortunate enough to get, if you're fortunate enough to be that surfer that caught that wave, mm-hmm. you don't want to just fall off. Yeah, you want to ride that wave as long as you can. Yeah, facts. So that's so true. Love it, man. Yeah, bro. Anything else? As soon as we end this, you're gonna be like, oh man, I, I wish we would have. It's gonna all come to Any mind. Any questions? Yeah. Yeah, anything hit, hit him with some I questions mean, like i guess i brought it up before um we started recording with you being around mike and chris all the time is it like tempting to just like go to the dark side steroids yeah yeah so when i first met them i was like looking i was like damn because like they got big quick like they went because i was with them when they first started and i was like wow bro it must be nice because like when you when you're natural and like you, you're dieting it's like really bad like yeah. it sucks because like you feel like dog like your pumps are, are non-existent. You look flat. You only look good when you're in the gym or like, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it it's it sucks. So, but when you're on gear, you, you're you filled up. So it's like, I always talk about it a lot. First off, because it gets views when I talk about it. Because everybody like, I'll like clickbait, oh, I'm hop, going to the dark side. And everybody needs <laughs> to be like, oh, no way, Alex hopped on. <laughs> um, but I know I, I wouldn't do it. I just, to me, because I've, I've gained so much success in this industry without having to, regardless of what people, people still believe, they think that I take stuff. Um, but I, I've gained so much success without having to. I don't want to hurt my health or yeah, like take you don't really any amount to. of time. I want to live long. Like we have a farm. I want to chill on the farm, drive nice cars for a long time with my dad. I don't. I don't plan on. I would not take something just to look better, but then you know possibly take you know five years off my life. To me, that's not worth it. Just to have a better physique. I already have a decent physique. I'm genetically like pretty blessed. So for me to have to, and I also feel like it's a sin because you're technically harming your body. I, TRT, I don't think is like. I guess a sin because it's like there might be health aspects to it, but I think like taking gear like a normal person to like get, gain muscle mass is kind of sinful because you're hurting your body. It's a toxic substance technically. Mm. You're you're possibly causing kidney, all that liver issues, whatever it is. So, but I mean, it, it is when I see them, I'm like, wow, they're so much stronger than me. They're more vascular, like all that. It's it's like I don't I don't I don't know how to explain it. Like. I wish I could do that without having to ho- like yeah. take anything, obviously. But I just, to me, I just couldn't do it. I just, I just could. I don't think I could ever do it. Um, but maybe when I'm like older one day, I could see myself maybe doing like a like a TRT thing when I'm like thirty or forty. That's what I've been talking about getting on. Yeah, and I said like just maybe, for optimizing. I said maybe after forty. Yeah, because yeah. I got a lot of forty year old friends that are on it now, and they just 
they just look better, man. Yeah. Like they're glowing. Look like men are supposed to have higher yeah levels. testosterone, and Correct. as we get older, it drops. And um, every time I smell a candle, it drops. Mm-hmm. So facts like I'm, I'm, I'm hitting a point where I'm, you know, talking to people. They're like, you absolutely should do this. This mm-hmm. is this is what makes you more optimal. And you could do it in a healthy way sure. if you're monitored. You know I would only I mean? do it for health. I wouldn't do it to get bigger buff. Yeah, that's it. I would just want That's, more energy. I want to be mm-hmm. more active. I, you know, so yeah, open and honest. I've, I've been looking into it, but I have not, have not done it. One, can't stick myself with anything. Yeah, that's, covered in tattoos, cannot stick myself. Yeah, with a needle, dude. It's like, a pretty. I've watched them do it, and it's like. Bro, and it's like there's they always complain about this is too like because they turn me away from it too kind of because like they complain like yo my ass hurts so bad like I can't like bro it's been three days since I've been and it still hurt like they they complain yeah. a lot about it like how like painful and then it's like you have to be on top of your stuff because if you miss then your hormones are whacked out mm. so it's like it's just something an, an extra thing to focus on I would rather not have to worry about yeah I'm, I don't like bodybuilding that much to be like oh I have to have like I kind of fell out of love with lifting a little bit because of the content. Um, I used to have a lot more fun at doing it when I was in high school. Um, and the content kind of takes a priority over it. So I feel like I have to go to the gym to film this rather yeah. than I have to go to the gym just cause I want to go to the gym. So I don't even care. Like I, I don't even, like I said, I was going to compete last year and I like was getting like eight weeks out and I was like, I don't even want to do this. This is like, why am I, I'm doing this for y'all? Like for the social media thing. Like I'm not even doing this for myself. I don't have enough drive to even want to do this. I'm not going to put my best into it. So I'm not going to do it. And I just didn't do it. I don't see myself ever being able to because I don't care that much yeah. about about it. I just want to look like have a pretty good aesthetic physique. I'll stick with that and just lift for fun, you know, and make content yeah. with it. You guys getting on the roids or what? If you if you get on testosterone, maybe just slide <laughs> yeah, some somewhere. Oh, man, you'll see where it went. I'll be the, the local dealer around here, dude. Yeah. Oh, You're going to notice something's missing. <laughs> Noah's getting like 30 pounds on in a week. Yeah. I'm benching like 315. <laughs> Uh, it's got to be tempting on social media to, uh, you have to, uh, there's so much competition, right? Like to, yeah. to, to have that physique naturally is, yeah, it's got to be very difficult. Yeah. And we all know how it works, dude. You have that cheat meal and then you're like, crap, I have to film a video tomorrow. I'm going to yeah. look like garbage. I'm like, I have to now starve myself or yeah. just do a lot of cardio to make up for it. And so like, I know my physique would probably be, if I didn't do social media, I would have a way better physique than I do now be, because I would have allowed myself to grow and build and like bulk. You're mm. supposed to bulk. You're supposed to, you can't build muscle when you're at like eight, 9% body fat. Right. Your body needs to be in a little bit higher body fat percentage for your body to be in a stage where it can add tissue. So I haven't allowed myself to kind of go through that since high school. So I know for a fact, if I didn't do social media, I didn't feel like the pressure to be lean all the time. I probably would be, I probably have like 15 pounds on my physique now, like lean which like always think about, I'll, I'll get it one day after I, you know, I'm able to, which should be soon. I'm hoping like this fall and winter, I'm going to allow myself to try to do like a, like a 10 month bulk, mm-hmm. like a legitimate bulk with a coach and see like how much bigger I can get when I actually like try to. Cause like, I think Elysium will be a stat, like my brand will be established this year a little bit better and I can start to not make it all about my physique, which I feel yeah. is also prideful too. I sometimes have issues with that. I feel like I'm being too uh, egotistical with my, like showing my physique off. I, I mean, that's your, it's your automobile, man. That's your, yeah. that's your moneymaker. Yeah. You, I yeah. mean, that's what you've built everything on. So yeah. Yeah. You got so it. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to like scale, like we're, we're starting like a car channel. I'm trying to start just doing hit other different industries just to, yeah. even if I'm not the best in that industry, I'm just trying to diversify everything so yeah. that, you know, Smart. if one thing goes and I also have other things I can, I can dabble in, made yeah, a lot dude. of connections and stuff too. So. If your abs leave you one day. 
Yeah. You know, you need something else. Yeah. I start getting into the cars, just ripping cars or something. Nothing wrong with that. Everyone likes a good burnout. Yeah. Unless you vote over Biden. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap it up. Last words? Anything, Noah? Brett, nothing. anything from you? Nope. Just chilling. Where are we, where are we going to eat? She's, I'm hungry. <laughs> this is your worst yeah. influence right here. Oh, man. I will right, we'll find something good. Oh, thank you for having me on. Thanks for coming, it. man. Owen? Yeah, thank you. It's been fun. It's pretty awesome. Noah? Thank you. Thanks for having me <laughs> on here. <laughs> All right, we love you guys. Thank you so much for watching, listening, sharing, and uh, you're beautiful. You're one of a kind. Smile more. <laughs>